just like anything else they learn developmentally, you know, when they have the fine motor skills, you teach them how to tie their shoe. When they, you know, you teach them how to put their clothes on, you teach them how to do all these things. You got to teach them how to, how to regulate themselves. Welcome to Mindful Conversations with Kay. I'm Christy. And I'm Kelly. We are both moms, educators, kidding around yoga teachers, and trainers, and now podcasters. In this podcast, we will talk about using research-based tools and strategies to help increase mindfulness, self-awareness, connection, self-regulation, and peace in your home or classroom. Join us weekly for some fun and insightful conversations where we will take a deep dive into all things kids yoga and mindfulness. Are you a kids yoga teacher? You need to check out our kids yoga spring kit. With this kit, planning, promoting, and filling your spring yoga classes has never been so easy. With our spring kids yoga teaching kit, you'll spend less time gathering ideas, building lesson plans, and creating marketing materials. That leaves more time for doing what you love, teaching kids yoga. Head over to kiddingaroundyoga.com and check out our shop where you can see all the details of our kids yoga spring kit. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Mindful Conversations with Kay. Hello, Kelly. Hello. Welcome, everyone. Nice to be back. It's a beautiful day where I am. It's, it's cold, but we, and we actually had a little snow this morning. <laughs> we, yeah. we have ever been a flip-flop because where I am, it's also beautiful and sunny, but it's like 55 degrees or something here today. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. No snow. It is. I gotta say it is really pretty. It's, it's nice to kind of look out and have this little dusting of snow but then have the sun shining as well. I just, oh, it's, it's, it's just beautiful out there. So it's a nice day. Great day. Uh, we are talking today about uh, calm corners. Yeah. <laughs> calm, calm down places. Calm down places, calm corners, relaxation areas, whatever you want to call it, but creating this safe space, I guess we can say, for our kids to be able to use tools to help them regulate their emotions, whether, and that can go really in both directions, right? We, we call it a, a lot of people call it a calm down corner, mm -hmm. but really we're regulating our emotions. So even if they're feeling a little bit low and sluggish, they can use that area maybe to energize themselves. So we can talk about the different tools and things that, and the different purposes of that area. And, and, you know, with kids, just like anything else they learn developmentally, you know, when they have the fine motor skills, you teach them how to tie their shoe. When they, you, know, you teach them how to put their clothes on, you teach them how to do all these things. You got to teach them how to, how to regulate themselves and how, how to manage those things when they're developmentally ready for it. And I think, I think having a space like this um, in a, in a home or in a classroom uh, can be really uh, can be really helpful to kind of teach them, get them to kind of figure out what it is that they need to yeah. manage their emotions. 
That's the key right there is getting them to be able to recognize their needs and then know how to safely and uh, appropriately get what they need, utilize the tools in a way, in a safe way that um, is a healthy way to regulate their emotions. It, it just is so critical that they begin to understand their own body and their own needs. And that takes, it takes a lot of time and a lot of practice. Um, and when we, we have the space and we have that, the, uh, we give them the ability to see those tools often and the opportunity to use them often, then that's when they really starts to click and they really start to understand what helps their body. You know, my, my daughter did it perfectly this morning. I was proud of her because she was having a rough morning getting dressed and she just looked at me and she said, I need tight squeezes. Give me tight squeezes. And so I oh. gave her squeezes and, and she was like, okay, now I can get dressed. And so, you know, that's really, really the key. We need them to be able to understand their body signals and when those emotions are coming or when those feelings of discomfort are coming and what they can then do with that in order to, you know, sort of ride that wave out in, in a way that's not disruptive to others, doesn't hurt themselves, doesn't hurt anybody else. Um, yeah. So for sure. And I remember, I remember when I was teaching and I'm sure when you were teaching, you had a similar uh, thing in your classroom as well, but, but we, you know, when I was teaching pre-K, um, we had a couple spots in the room that were designated, but, but I, I also had just, I had a variety of different things that the kids could utilize if they felt like they needed them. And I, and I, the, the glitter jars, I mean, I swear those things are magic. <laughs> I talk about them all the time. I, I use them all the time in my kids' yoga classes. But uh, and and I and I always give them to kids that come to my classes. They they always go home at the end of a session with a calm down jar and a glitter jar. And so I do remember I had one child in particular who I just remember the the way he would come up to me and and I had a rainbow. You know, you and and, and the kids knew they sat up on a shelf. And the kids knew if they were having a moment, they could come up. And this little boy came up to me and said, Miss Christie, I need a calm down jar, you know, and he would do that. And you could see him getting, getting tense and he would take that thing. And the rule was they could take it to the corner or they could, they could take it to a table if they wanted, or just, you know, go wherever it was that they felt like they could be by themselves. And then they would shake the glitter jar up. And then they would set it down in front of them. They couldn't, they couldn't sit and fiddle with it and, and mess with it and, you know, all that. They had to shake it, set it down, and then practice their deep breathing. Or they could do peace begins with me with their fingers, or they could do something, but just watching that glitter settle. And then, and it was, it was interesting because they just got to understand that that's what they needed. And that was helpful for them. And uh, so that, that I, I, I do remember, distinctly remember that from my classroom. Yeah, and I think there's a, a few important key points that you brought up in there. And one big one is, you know, what were the rules behind that and setting those parameters? Because we can set up the most beautiful and inviting, uh, you know, calm corner or safe zone, whatever you want to call it, that has all the tools that anybody could need to calm their bodies down. But if we don't teach the kids the proper way to utilize the tools, and the, you know, the parameters around 
you know, the rules of the area and when they can go and what, you know, what they can do in that specific moment. Um, you know, it's, it's just not going to work. We need right. to, we need to work on, first of all, using uh, the rules and the, the, um, how to use each individual tool, but then also how to use the space. And I also want to make a distinction too, is that if you don't have a big space available, like as far as like space in a room. And this is if you have a classroom or at home, because we really recommend these, these having these areas both at home and in schools. Um, it doesn't have to be a big, a big space. It could be actually a little, you know, container of items that you, that you keep in a closet or under their bed or wherever. It just, it, it's those calm down tools all collected in the same area. It doesn't have to be a big uh, area per se, as far as square footage. You know what um, just, works really? You know what really works really good for a, for a container that can be easily stored away, like under a bed or under a chair. Mm -hmm. or something. A pizza box, right? And you, and you can get pizza boxes, like they, even just these little personal pizza boxes, and then the kid can the kids can use that as their own little individual station, right? Their their calming station or whatever they can they can put in meditation stick or coloring pages or yoga pose cards or, or anything like that. They can put it in the box and then they, they know that they can access that. And then when they're done with it, they cover it up and they can slide it underneath their bed or, or put it on a shelf or something like that. So that, that pizza boxes work really well for that. Yeah, that's a great, great idea. And, and even in a classroom, that's a, a great, each kid could have their own little labeled pizza box and the teacher has a shelf and yeah. They could just go over and grab it and, and use to have their own personalized little um, toolbox. Mm -hmm. So I, I love that. Yeah. So maybe we let's maybe go over some of the items that people might want to use in this area. And then we can go from there and, and talk sure. about setting the parameters and, and how you might might do that. You know, I and I'd say <clears throat> if you've got a space in your home or in your classroom where you've actually got a little bit of room, you know, and this this isn't going to work in every scenario, but just if you've got the room, having kind of a nice plushy thing for the for the uh, kiddos to sit on, you know, whether it's large pillows or a bean bag or something like that, where they can kind of snuggle up, or having some some kind of weighted blankets or weighted stuffed animals, just a really cozy kind of inviting area again if if there's space for that um in the home or the classroom just make it really cozy and inviting yeah, yeah definitely a cozy spot to sit and and if the floor isn't an option even just like um uh, we have this really great little um hammock chair it's small Ooh. it folds up but it just pops open and it's this you know really comfy little chair that that they can adults fit in it but the kids can kind of get cozy inside there. Um, so even if the floor is not a, a, a place that they can sit, sometimes in the classroom, you don't even just have the, you know, the ability to have them plop down on the floor. So even a chair or something that's comfortable for them to sit, I think, yeah, definitely a cozy, inviting place for them to be able to relax. Yeah. Um, you know, then, we already mentioned the, the glitter jar. Um, so that's, uh, of course, to have that in there. Yeah. And I would say too, if you've got, uh, maybe you can hang some things on the wall, like maybe you can hang a poster or, you know, whether it's a poster that just shows a, a, a really pretty scene, like a, a beach or a lake or a mountain or whatever, or 
maybe you can hang a poster that's got pictures of yoga poses on it, like calming yoga poses or energizing yoga or whatever, just a, a variety of different poses. Uh, so you could hang uh, some things on the wall that that might be um, that might create sort of a, a nice inviting yeah. place. Too. Yeah, and um, and then also uh, a poster hanging on the wall with the list of the different tools that are in the calming corner. So mm -hmm. if it's either a poster on the wall or if you're using that pizza box or some kind of container, you can have a list right on the top of the lid mm -hmm. so that they can be reminded of all the tools that they have access to. And so for the littler kids, you might wanna have that list be consist of pictures. So maybe if you have a pinwheel to practice their, their breathing and their deep breathing. So you have a picture of a pinwheel um, to remind them that they can practice deep breathing. If you have maybe some stress balls in there um, to, to, cause some kids, you know, feel really angry and have a hard time expressing that. And so sometimes the squeezing of their hands. So you might want to have some stress balls for them to squeeze. And so you can, again, have, or some putty that they can play with, have a picture of that. And um, just to remind them of all of the tools that are, that are there. So just thinking about, about posters that, that could definitely be one of the posters listing the the different items you could you could also include <clears throat> i know this is a, a craft that i do regularly in my uh, kids classes but these little meditation sticks where you've just got pipe cleaners and you've got those pony beads and you attach a pipe cleaner to a to a, a craft stick a popsicle stick right you wrap one end of it around one you know around one end of the popsicle stick then you string a bunch of beads on and then you wrap the other end around so you've got this little arced uh pipe cleaner with beads on it and then the, the kiddos take and slide the beads across the pipe cleaner from one end to the other and they can repeat a mantra as they do that they can say peace begins with me each time they slide a bead over um and, and so just giving them that that something tactile something for them to touch to focus their mind and to kind of get into that that meditative state um, so that the little meditation sticks uh, work real well for that. So you could have one yeah. of those there. Yeah, and if you'll notice all the items that we're talking about, right, are, are talking about giving them a, something to focus on, bringing their attention to something. So whether they're focusing on sliding the beads, they're focused on squeezing the stress ball, they're focusing on the, 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 pin, the pinwheel spinning, or they're looking at this beautiful scene poster and they're they're trying to you know imagine imagine what else they you know is is on the beach and in the poster um another great thing is um picture books with beautiful illustrations for them to just open up and and look at the book right losing our our mind um you know taking our focus to to another place by looking at the pictures of a book mm -hmm. can be a point of focus right so we're kind of all of these items are helping them to to focus on something other than um, you know the the feeling of the big the big emotion. Yeah. How about when we're talking about focusing? How about um, battery operated candles? Yeah. Put some battery operated candles in there. They get that Trotok meditation where they're just sitting and, and looking at the at the flame. You know, and uh, but and of course, obviously, it's nice and safe because it's a battery operated candle. But uh, but those can be kind of soothing to look at as well. Yeah, definitely. And if, if you have the ability, even, um, you know, some type of music um, that they can listen to, if you're at home, you know, maybe it's like a, an Amazon dot, or, you know, 
an Alexa or something that they can, you know, that you could have playing music. Um, if you're in the classroom, if you have the ability to have headphones in that area where they could pop the headphones on and listen to some calming music, maybe you have that calming music playing and they just pop the headphones on and, and are able to focus and listen to the music and just sit and breathe. Um, you know, you already mentioned having some a uh, poster of some yoga poses, but you could also have some yoga cards, cards in there yeah. that they could they could look through the cards and choose a yoga pose that they want to do. Um, that's a really great way that they can sort of you know pick and choose what feels good for their body, looking at the right. different poses and find one that that works for them. How about two having like a breathing ball or Hoberman sphere in there mm, that they can practice yes. breathing with, you know, they can, can, can slowly, you know, expand it as they inhale and then push it together as they exhale. And so they can, you know, kind of practice on slowing their breath down a little bit with that. Yeah. So there's so many things that they could have in this area. And I think the key is um, to not have it too overwhelming, right? We right. don't want to have too much out there for them. So Maybe you want to pick and choose one item that's focused on breathing, one item that's focused on meditation, one item that maybe is focused on movement, right? So maybe like a, a variety of things, but kind of not too overwhelming where they're going to get in that space and they're not going to know which to go for. And then I think, like I said before, the key is really teaching them how to use these tools prior to them needing to go there for the purpose of coming down. So this is going to be something that you're going to be introducing one tool at a time. So maybe your calm down corner or area is going to start out with only one or two things in there to get you going because mm -hmm. you want to give them an opportunity to learn how to use that tool. So, you know, as then you bring in more tools, you teach them when they're nice and calm and relaxed and you know, nobody's upset how to use the tool. And then you can then add that as another option in the calm down corner. And, and if you don't have a space like this in your home or in your classroom, um, but you, but you've, you know, used some of these tools and you've practiced some of these things with the kids, talk to the kids, have them help you create this space for, you know, cause they, they're going to start figuring out what they need. So maybe just have conversations about, you know, what is it that helps you when you're feeling frustrated? What is it that helps you relax um, a little bit? And, and what are some of your favorite things that you like to, to do and then have them help you create that space. And, and then it becomes, you know, they take some ownership of it and, and uh, becomes, you know, just a really safe place for them to go. Yeah, that's a great idea. And um, another area, and I just, this just popped in my head, um, you know, you might want to also have a small container of, of these tools that you keep in your car. car. Yes. A lot, of, a lot of kids, you know, struggle with, you know, having big emotions and, you know, cars, because maybe they're having to leave a friend's house or go to the doctor's office and they might be feeling stressed on the way there. So uh, the car is also a really great place to keep a little calm kit, um, you know, in, in just a little container that, that they can access as they're, they're in the back. Excellent seat. idea. Excellent idea. Yeah, for sure. Great. Yeah. And then, like you said, in the beginning, you want to make sure you teach the rules of, of, the area and you know that especially in the classroom I think um, we're trying to create this safe space for them to be able to work through their emotions um, but as teachers I know it's difficult because you're also trying to teach lessons and so 
um, we have to be careful that the kids are using it appropriately and not just, you know, going to the calm corner randomly during while you're trying to teach. <laughs> so, but I do think it's important that they know that they have the ability to go there when they're struggling. So, you know, that's going to be like a personal um, thing that you're going to have to come up with what you feel comfortable with as the teacher or even at home as the parent because, you know, we don't want them running to the calm corner every time we ask them to like go brush their teeth or something. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> you know, yeah. So we want them to make sure they're using it appropriately at, at appropriate times and under certain parameters. So I also like to have a nice visual timer in that area because maybe, you know, we set that parameter that when you go to the calm corner, you get five minutes five in minutes. the calm corner. Yeah. And so you, they have that visual timer um, and then they know when the timer goes off that they, they need to either go back to their desk if they're in school or come back yeah. to, to wherever the family is, um, just setting, setting those, those rules, but really thinking about that yourself and then really having a discussion with the kids yeah. about, you know, using the space appropriately, um, and, and making it really a safe zone that everybody feels comfortable with, you know, how, how it's being used. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Great suggestions, great conversation. Uh, would love to know if you have a column corner in your house or in your classroom, would love to know what you keep in there. So jump on over to the Facebook group and uh, maybe pop in there and let us know uh, once you've listened to this, uh, let us know what you use in your column corners. It'd be, uh, be nice, to, nice to hear all the, all the suggestions. So everybody, thank you so much for being here with us. And we look forward to our next conversation. Have a great day, everyone. We'd love to have your help in spreading the word about our Mindful Conversations with Kay podcast. It's easy. Just go to your favorite streaming site and leave us a review. That's it. If you take a screenshot of that review and email it to kellywinkler at kiddingaroundyoga.com, you have a chance to win an in-person kids yoga training. That's nearly a $700 value and it could be yours for free just for writing a review. Send in your screenshot and the winner will be announced on March 1st in our Mindful Conversations with Kay Facebook group. While you're there, join the podcast group. It's full of episode details and follow-ups, freebies, and more. Thanks for listening and keeping the conversation going. Thank you for joining us for this conversation. If you enjoyed this episode, we invite you to subscribe and give us a written review to help us reach others and share all the benefits of kids yoga and mindfulness. If you want more information on all that Kidding Around Yoga has to offer, you can find us at kiddingaroundyoga.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Kidding Around Yoga. We will meet you back here next week for another fun conversation with Christy and Kelly.